Hello and welcome back to the Pro Origins podcast with Piano Guy, also known as Benjamin. I'm here with Luna, who is a pro player for HVT, High Value Target Esports. And uh, this man, absolute legend. Dude, how you doing, man? Well, I'm going fantastic. Absolutely wonderful. Good start of the That's year. All I can say. Yeah, the Oh yeah, I'm in, I'm enjoying 2021. It's looking like it's going to be my year or at least more so than 2020. Oh yeah, fucking stuff. Yeah, well coronavirus is kind of slowly making its way out of our territory. So Let's hope so. We we do hope so. I mean, my dad's a cruise director, so that was kind of fucked. Oh no. <laughs> That's um, not good. So did it affect you at all? Uh no, not really, cuz coronavirus cuz I I don't have a job, right? So I'm just only in school. The only difference it made was I was able to sleep until 1 p.m. every single day and then get all my schoolwork done. So not, yeah. I'm not going to say it, but coronavirus was not the worst thing to happen to me. Very chill. All right. So I guess we'll start with kind of the humble beginnings, you know, how you got into Fortnite, where you found it. Like, how did how did you come across the game? So I I mean, I came into Fortnite pretty much like everyone else, like really late season two, start of season three. Everyone's like getting their IRLs like, oh, my God, new game, Fortnite. Ninja, he's TSM myth, he's goaded, <laughs> come play. And then, yeah, I kind of just transitioned from Overwatch, playing on my laptop. Yeah, right. With some IRLs to go on and play with Fortnite. There you go. So, which was there a certain IRL that, that linked you to the game? Uh, I couldn't tell you. I think it was just more of like a, um, everyone just starts playing it at once. I had like a pretty small friend group at the time, like four or five of us. Yeah. But maybe like a month into Fortnite... I probably, there was probably like 20 of us because everyone would be like, oh, I need people to play squads with on their Snapchat story. You just run it up and you just make friends. Yeah. So do you do you remember your first ever drop? My first ever drop? Long time ago. Maybe. I'm not 100% sure. It might have been the Motel, but Motel is definitely my favorite <laughs> drop of all time. Other than Haunted Hills, obviously. Anyone who like, knows like me. Like the one up Haunted near Haneke Acres. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The the yeah. motel. I remember me. Uh, it was usually me, Ben, Luke, and Liam. We'd always run up. We'd always run up squads. We'd quad stack motel. Best drop <laughs> for a whole that team. Shit. Yeah, that was the shit. Because nowadays there's just not not enough loot there. If it was still, if we still had that map. Yeah, yeah. That was like seven chests. But it's like a whole team. There was two chests in the bottom of the umbrella. I still remember it, man. There was a chest yeah. up on top of the hill, and then you push Anarchy Acres. See, I, I don't remember it being in Season 3. Was, Mo, was No, Mo it Tal definitely was. It definitely was? was. Oh, yeah, that's right, because it, it got hit by a, a meteor in Season 4, didn't it? Uh, maybe. I, I remember getting my first win, landing Motel. I was at my mate Liam's house, and yeah. I was playing on his gaming laptop, because he, he has like a pretty good amount of money. Yeah, yeah. I was playing yeah. on his gaming laptop. It was like 4 a.m. He'd gone to bed three hours ago. And I was like, I'm not getting off until I get my first win. <laughs> I landed motel, got a gold scar, first chest with a grey tack, and I killed the last guy oh, with grenades. Dude, I remember the first time I ever got a gold scar. I was like, oh, it, it's gold. Does that mean it's good? I was talking to a friend over like Discord <laughs> or something. And they're like, yeah, that's like the best. I'm like, okay, well, it, it's it's like an AR. And they're like, oh, you got a gold scar. I'm like, okay, is that good? And they're like, yeah, just spray everyone. <laughs> like, uh, all right, uh -huh. and... Uh, I, I got one kill. It was my first ever kill, and I made it to six, and that was, like, my, my third game ever. I remember my That's first game was, like, dropping near Dusty Depot, like, between Dusty Depot and uh, the factories. Yeah. And uh, 
and I was right next to a truck and I, had, I didn't know where all the loot was. So I was just running around with nothing. And I was like, the first thing I tried to do was try and drive the truck, which now you- two and a half years later, you can actually do. <laughs> did you start like playing other fps shooters before fortnite because getting sick in your first game is still like pretty decent or your third game sorry yeah so like uh, i think i think back in the day I, I played a lot of um red crucible which was kind of like a a knockoff free uh black ops game yeah but it, it wasn't I, I think that's the only experience but i never had any experience playing like a third person shooter Okay. But I think that there's something about Fortnite that makes third-person shooter easy. Like, it's an easier version of a third-person, you know? It feels... the the I think the cartoony graphics kind of take you out of, like, the intensity of a third-person shooter. It's, like, a lot more comfortable, less tense. I mean, obviously, Scrims and Tornus are tense, but, like, when you're playing pubs back in the day, it was one of those games where, like, even if you're in a 1v1, you're stressed, but you're calm at the same time. The cartoony yeah. graphics just kind of pull you out of, like, the... I don't know. That's the best yeah. way I can describe yeah. it. So let's take a step back for a minute. What were the games that got you into gaming? At okay. What age? Uh, so just video games. It'd be this one game. No, two games, actually. Wait. Yeah, two main games, and there was a third one in between. So I started with Plants vs. Zombies Garden Warfare 2. <laughs> best game ever on my mom's soul. That is the best game to have ever existed on the planet. I love that game to death. And yeah. then on Cartoon Network, like the browser, I used to play TKO or Titanic's Kung Fu Bot Offensive, <laughs> which is basically, if you know what Tekken is, it's like yeah. Tekken, but the controls are obviously a lot more basic and you play like Cartoon Network characters like Swampfire from Ben 10, Finn and Jake, like Von Rex, all that stuff. Oh, that's cool. And then towards the end of primary school, I used to play Minecraft Sky Wars with my IRLs. Right, so were you into Minecraft for a long time? Uh, not really. It was just when they were all playing Minecraft is when I got into Minecraft. Yeah. And every time, like, I pick up something I want to get good at, I'll put heaps of hours into it. So I just grinded that on a Skype call back when I lived with my mom at, like, the front of the house. Just grind that out every single day. Yeah. Um, Just grind Skywars, yeah. When was the first time that you realized that there are other people playing all these games that you played and that, you know, there was a chance to download? Because was, Skype was before Discord. Like, everyone was, if you're as old as, as me, how old are you? 16. 16, 16 okay. 17 in June. So, when, when you were younger and first getting into gaming, you know, you wouldn't have been talking to people from around the world. Uh, but when you started, it was probably like Skype or Discord, right? Uh, when I started gaming, would have just been like tightening it with my IRLs. I yeah. can't even remember the first time I joined a public Discord. The first, yeah, the first public Discord I would have ever been in would have been Kate would have been boot camp, like OG OC boot camp. Yep, yep. We're gonna talk and about that. And that was soon. probably one. Okay, I'll leave that then. But <laughs> that 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 was when yeah, that would have been the first public Discord I joined. That would have been in a squad fill game. Yeah, gosh, there you go. So so someone told you about it in a squad fill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I. Yeah, so I, I never had, like, a PC. I used to yeah. play on my laptop, and as for, on my dad's laptop, and as Fortnite evolved, the frame, the computer couldn't handle it, so I wouldn't play it all during the week. i go to this internet cafe on the weekends. Oh, I'd play, yeah. like, 14 hours, 16 hours at a local place called GameStorm. And then my goal before the end of the year was to get a 20-bomb. Oh, I got yeah. my mega-expensive PC I'd been saving up for for three years. My dad was like... 
whatever money you've saved up after these three years, I'll put the same man in and we'll go get you a PC. <laughs> Let's go. And then the day I got a PC, I got like 420 bombs. But yeah, so I used to pub stomp on those computers. So much fun. And I was playing squad fills one time because I accidentally, because I was obviously trying to get a 20 bomb in squad no fill. I accidentally clicked fill, I loaded in. I got like a bunch of kills. It was a good game. And this guy called Linda and he was like, yo, you're really good. You want to play scrims? And I'm like, what's scrims? Because I've got no clue. Yeah, yeah, right. So he invites me. We run up some uh, some boot camp scrims. And this was like two weeks before Purge. And then oh, okay. like the day, if you remember CPL Purge, this would have been around season five. This is pretty cl- close to World Cup. Mm. And we played, yeah, we played boot camp. And then I transitioned from boot camp into CPL, like old CPL, like Corpro League or whatever it was called. Yep. Um, yeah, I, w- I transitioned into that in a team with some guys I joined on the first day. Gosh, there you go. So, um, so, so with, with gaming, was, was there also sports as well? Were you like doing a lot of things other than gaming? Like a lot of other, you know, curricular activities or anything like that? No, I played soccer from when I was like five. I, I quit last year. Like last year was the first year that I didn't play. I played for one club for ages, and then in year eight, I moved to another club with more of my IRLs, like my like my best friend. And then I played with that club for another year, and then I quit sports. Yeah, right. Okay. Uh, so what were your parents like with, with gaming and competing? Like, w- are they supportive? So this is like Fortnite now, yeah? Uh, just like like back in the day when you're first playing and now as well. Well, my dad never, my dad's never tried to hold me back. My dad's like really chill. He's a good cunt. It's yeah. like, he, he'd support anything I do. So when I'd be like, oh yeah, I'm going to the, to the internet cafe for 14 hours. He'd be like, yeah, I understand. You don't play like, this is something that you're passionate about. Go do that or whatever. That's great. He'd come pick me up and all that. Yeah, it was sick. I'm like really fortunate to have like supportive parents. And your mom's the same with it? Uh, I don't live with my mom. Oh, okay. All right. Uh, so when did you kind of see yourself getting competitive in Fortnite? Uh, I mean, when I, I thought I was top shit for like winning scrims <laughs> back in the day. Like my first day in boot camp, I won three solo snipes. I was like, mm. oh, I'm the best. So it's kind of then, like I never understood that competitive was even a thing. Like I played pop-up cops and like with my IRL. Yeah. It was my best friend in primary school. And then we moved on to year seven. We still played. We talked about year eight. We don't really talk now. Yeah, I, I used to play with him, and then I moved into boot camp. I was like, oh, wait, I'm the best. Got into CPL, and then I was, like, first on the CPL ladder at, like, one period of time, and I thought I was the... I was first on the solo ladder, and I remember telling my friends at school, I was, like, I'm... Oh, no, I was, I was like, fourth, and I went I went the next day to school, and I was, like, you know, I'm the, I'm the best solos player in all of, a, in all of Sydney because the other <laughs> three guys above me all lived in, like, Melbourne or something. <laughs> I was like, all right, I'm the best. Do you remember who the other best players were at the time? Uh, The players who dominated back then were like Lucid was a big one, I remember. Yep. I can't remember who it was on top. It would have been Lucid, Repulse God, Jack. Westy and like Vince and shit. Oh, I remember my first day of boot camp, I killed Twiz without knowing who Twiz was. (laughs) And I went and told the guys I was on a team with. And they're like, yo, you just killed one of the best players, if not the best player in the region. I was like, all right, sick. Twiz was insane. Who, who did he play with? 
Get a cover H. That's it. Cover H. Yeah. See, mm. I haven't heard that name for ages. Long time. I remember. I remember um, killing him in a game, and I was like, "Hold up, I know this name." And then realized that you know who the other player was that I was fighting, and I wanted to back out so bad, like I knew it wasn't gonna work. I got killed instantly, obviously, but yeah <laughs> you got no chance well back then you had no chance against twiz yeah no they they dominated it was crazy they had like kind of shit mechanics as well they just dominated like the intelligence game yeah well that's the thing all, most of the mind freak boys i think except vince i think they were all like 18 19 and they were all very smart yeah 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 Hence definitely the name like mind freak. IQ. yeah yeah uh, <laughs> <laughs> but there was, you know, some of the other good teams back then. Uh, what were some of the? You had Atletico. Um, oh, Atletico. Uh, uh, Renegades was the biggest for the eight. Yeah, the Renegades was the big one. I played Renegades solo snipes a lot. Did you win many? Yeah, the I thought that was like the top. Oh, um, what's his name? Link, Link. Back then, Link, Link right, was yeah, the yeah. top man who dominated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then, was, was he the first to make it into World Cup? I think he was. Slayer. No, Slayer, Slayer was the first player to qualify. Then, and then someone else. I know Cat Slayer. made it as a solo. Yeah, it was Slayer, Cat, Link, Soz, and Jordan. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's it. Um, so where do you think the rise? To the, like, what point do you think you know you kind of became the top top five players in the region at that time? Like. Was it was it pretty early on, season four, season five, or did it did you have to work for it a bit? I was never actually one of the top five players. I just performed well on the night, but yeah, right. I don't know. Playing solos just came naturally to me because I knew, like, I, I understood. Uh, man, I fucked my career from the start, bro. First day in boot camp, I was like, "Are we banned from CPL now?" Or from Are we banned from boot camp now? And my first day in CPL. And I meant, like, are we not allowed to play the scrims? Because I thought it would be unfair if, like, the pro players were playing the public scrims. Mm. But, um... But you were allowed to play, right? Yeah, you were. But I didn't know, because I'd been in boot camp, like, a week. I had no clue what was going on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was... It was just, like, I'd fucked my career from the start, so I knew I needed to pop off in solos. So I grinded solos for so long, man. Like, ridiculous amounts. I've probably got, like, at least 500 hours of solo scrims under my belt. Yeah, like playing insane. Aussie Antics customs back before he blew up, Renegades customs, boot camp yeah. customs, anything, man. Grinded that shit. Aussie got massive. Mm, Aussie went big. huge. Yeah, yeah, he's massive. I think, I'm, I think I'm like his longest sub, like pro, quote unquote, in across any region. I'm like a 19 month though. Cause grinding his shit for so long. Um. So speaking of boot camp, what was the first team you ever joined? Whether okay. it was with friends or whether it was an actual signing. So just the first actual team I joined. I, mean, I don't know if you can call it a team. I made a thing or with clan. my friends <laughs> called, yeah, I made a clan called External Link, which was EL. It was a thing I used to want to make in, when I played Overwatch. Right, okay. And that was with the IRLs that I landed a motel with. But I'd say the first like actual kind of team was like first day in boot camp. I joined a team called Crucial with I one. It's a long that. time. He's a long-time mate. I don't talk to him at all anymore. Well, actually, no. I rarely, rarely, rarely. But Clarence and Revive, And we played the first Trio Cup together. We got, like, seventh in that. They were shit, though. I'm not going to lie. And then there was the owner, Lucen, and he was super toxic. That's why we all left, because he was mega toxic. And then there were a few other guys, like Nextra. I remember that name. Latino. I'm still friends with Latino. He hangs out in PLP calls. Latino. 
But I don't really remember any of the others, I don't think, no. So what were the, kind of the the t- order of teams that you you were in from from back then, uh, from EL all the way to now in HVT? So it, it would have been external link, crucial, and then I think I was free agent forever. And then I joined TR, Tilted Royals, before they were oh, blessed. Yeah, okay, yeah. <laughs> And I came seventh in Akashi there, and then they rebranded to Bless, and then I got dropped for being a brand risk. And then I joined SPG, and now HVT. Yeah, okay. Um, so let's talk a bit about um, SPG. How did, how did that um, come around, like that opportunity? I saw um, my mates DJ, Faulty, and Caleb, all in PLP Discord, mm. were all on the team. I knew that Wicked was insane. And when we picked up Sons after we dropped Weeb, sorry Weeb, um, after we picked up Sons after they split with Tui, I knew we were going to dominate FNCS. So I hit him up. I was like, I guarantee we're going to dominate FNCS. At the same at the same time, Trixie, who's also in PLP, message. Yeah. And then we both just joined together. This is when they were like super, super small. Yeah, yeah, right. And you left recently when some of the biggest names in uh, OCE joined i mean volks was in it for a while he still is volks yeah volks squeaks repulse god and carry on are the main four gosh like that's just some of the biggest names at a oce yeah so did you did you leave i mean you don't have to answer this did you leave on your own accord or uh no not really (laughs) end a contract or yeah yeah no no, my contract definitely ended but i would have preferred to have re-signed right okay um, so moving on from, from bootcamp and teams, uh, do you reckon discord and being in Kano and these other servers were a big part of your growth? Oh, it has to be right. Cause you never get to like, Fortnite is one of those games where it's all about friend groups. Like yeah. no, no flame to Oatly. He's doing great now with like Prizzy and Raptor, but you look at Oatly and like, he's not in any friend discords cause people find him annoying. And it's like, if he, if Prizzy and Raptor drop him, I don't know what he's going to do for tournaments. Like, yeah. I don't know if he'll be able to find teammates. Because friend groups definitely matter. Oatly, Oatly seems like he's a bit of an introvert, but then at the same time seems to know everyone. Oatly's okay. a really good kid. He's just, he's just like, when I played with him, it's just, I don't know. It's just... Like the 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 common, I guess. Like you've got people in. Like he doesn't swear or anything. If you ask him, like, oh, do you go to an all boys school or a co-ed or like, have you ever been to the beach? Like he won't answer or anything. I think he's like too introverted to get. To yeah, right. Um, I don't know. I, so, don't know so I, I, I dodged a bullet there because he um because I spoke to him about doing a podcast with him because he was starting to rise, and uh, he said no to it. Yeah. Um, but then I was watching him play, and I was like, holy shit. Like, not only is his mechanics good, but the way he goes about his edits and getting kills, like, you just don't see it coming. Like, yeah, only like is very good. Like, with, for example, when you watch most most players, most pros, or just Kano players in general, you can see what they're about to do. You know that they're going to make a double edit there. You know they're going to place this there or do that. But Oatly goes to do something, then he does something completely different to get the kill. It's like, how, like, how did that just happen? Like, what, yeah, what just happened? Oh, this one of the smarter fraggers. Like, when I played with him, it was very rare that he'd do some dumb shit. Yeah, because that that's like the thing. There's, there's different 
there's different smarts in the game. You can be smart about rotations, yeah, smart yeah. about where you're coming from and wh- where you're going and how you place yourself. And especially, I mean, that's so important late game, you know, positioning yourself and making perfect rotations. Uh, but then there's smarts of just getting a kill. How am I going to get this kill? Like, where am I going to come from? Where am I going to edit? And I think I think that's what he does smart. But I, I haven't yeah. seen much of his rotations or, you know, any anything else. Yeah, or at least one of the smarter fraggers. He's like he he's good to play with. It's just personality is like the thing. Like if only he gets dropped by Prizzy and Raptor, even if he's the best player on their trio, I can still see him getting dropped. Yeah, right. Uh, so now uh, away from away from games a bit, a bit more about like family life. And have you got any siblings? No, I was the only kid who didn't have siblings in my entire year six cohort the only one <laughs> there you go so so only child mm-hmm. so that must be i mean that that helps with your kind of like the relationship you have with you have with your parents like you're saying how you're lucky to have a dad that that does the things for you that he does um and that could also come to being an only child you know yeah i like letting you go for 14 hours to fucking <laughs> yeah into the i think family. I think being an only child is like sometimes when I look at it, I'm like, oh, I wish I wasn't an only child. Yeah, but th- that, that's the other I want thing. To like, hang out with. Exactly. So sad. <laughs> yeah, it's a bit, it's a bit lonely sometimes. But at the same time, like when I look at my IRL friends, if I'm like, oh, anyone, it's pretty rare. If I'm like, oh, anyone want to hang out? Like, there's always someone free. You can just go down to the park for a kick around. So it's never like I'm too lonely. It's when you're younger that you want siblings. Yeah. Like, I would always beg my dad to remarry so I could have a kid. And then <laughs> when my stepmom dies, I could go into the inheritance and make millions. <laughs> but it, it's like, now I look at it, I'm like, oh, thank God I'm an only child, bro. Like, if I've got a weekend where I'm trying to where I'm trying to study or something, if I had an only child, fuck that. It's just not. Uh, sorry, if I had a sibling, it's not happening. Yeah, see, I, I mean, I, 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 have, I have a brother. Um, but... Sometimes I feel like you know what would what would be the difference if I didn't have a brother. Like, there's so many things to think about. Like, there's so many things that, like, the way that my life has completely changed because of my brother. I won't I won't get into it, but but there's been so many things that if they didn't happen, like I wouldn't be where I am now. Um, For a lot the of my, yeah, I mean, I, I think I think a lot of good things have come from it. A lot of realizations and things that have happened that have changed the way I think about things. Um, so it's, it, it's definitely, it's weird, but, but then again, in saying that, um, I mean, as, as I, as I've mentioned to you before, my, my dad was on a TV show when he was younger and he, if, if oh. I didn't have my brother and I was an only child, he might put way more focus into me getting signed by, you know, by a label or, or something to do with music and might, they might focus more on my career than my brother and my career. So it, it also, could have been better if I didn't have a brother, but obviously I'm very thankful for having Jay in my life. Yeah, how how old's your brother? Uh two years younger than me, so eighteen. Gosh, I always You're twenty? I'm twenty, that's right. I look I look eleven, but I can tell you I'm twenty. You look you look sixteen. Yeah, Fuck I know. Him. I know. It's but it's like, scary. When I don't know, it's a butterfly effect. Like you never know what would happen if you if you didn't have a brother. Like, yeah, it's the exactly. same thing. Like, I can be like, oh, yeah, maybe if I had a sibling, my parents wouldn't have divorced. Or you could or be dead. Like, like, like you just yeah, I could be dead. Like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, gosh. Uh, so, 
Uh, what was so no siblings? Uh, that changes this question a bit. What was um, your dad's thoughts on the first time you ever made earnings? Um, I don't, I don't really remember. I don't think it was like. Oh, so I remember in the World Cup, I was like, "Oh, this is free cash." I fucked up five, all five of the solo weeks. One week I didn't even qual in top three thousand, which was completely embarrassing. <laughs> oh, I played with five different duos. Five different duos. Only one of them is competitive. Barbox, if you're in the chat, fucking love you, can't. Well, wait, right, hold up. Not only... even top three thousand in solos. It was just one week. But to be fair, to be fair, Jarlan also didn't top three thousand one week. So did did you know what week fair. that is? Uh, probably week eight. Okay, because I I just wanted to play as better than you once. I just thinking about that. Our <laughs> <laughs> well, box is still in the chat. When I love that kind. He was the first player I made money with. We came twenty fifth, and they doubled the money in that last week. So we made seven hundred forty seven dollars and like forty cents each, or something insane. like that. So the yeah. first time you ever made money in Fortnite or from any tournament in gaming, what was what was the reaction from your from your dad? I don't, I don't exactly remember. I think it was just like congratulations because I don't know if he fully understood. He probably did because there'd been 10 weeks. He understood what was on the line. Yeah, right. I remember. It's probably just like a hug and a congrats or something. I don't know. It definitely wasn't something big or memorable. I remember posting on my Facebook pretending that I was like one of the best players and I was like, guys, wish me luck. I'm trying to, you know, hit first in one of these tournaments. If I do, I'll go to New York. And uh, obviously, all the people in my face, look at my parents, friends, and my old friends, they, they know nothing about it. They don't know how it works. So yeah. they, they know I play and that, you know, at, at the time I was quite good. And I was, I mean, I was in CPL for a while in boot camp. Um, n- never a top player, but I was definitely in CPL for a while. Uh, so I'd put this on Facebook and everyone's like, oh, okay, shit, he's actually doing well. I mean, I, I think my highest placement was just top 100 in like week two or three. So you made money in World Cup? Uh, actually, no. It was top, top, what was money? Top 250? For solos, yeah. For solos, but for duos, it was top. Probably 125. Yeah, so I remember I remember just not making money. I, although, when people are like, earnings check, I can say that I made money to land. So, I always go off that. Brisbane something? No, no, it was... um. It was a good year and a half or almost two years ago now uh, with Galaxy Gaming. And uh, we went to one in Melbourne just across from Victoria Market. And uh, so do you know Sons and Ricks? The Sons that got like banned for soft aiming? The one that plays with Cypher, yeah. I didn't know he played with Cypher, but uh, yeah, he... Um, FGNZ? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, Sons. they came first in their heat today. They're really... He's really he's really good now. Wait, Sons he's is... Like, yeah, he's like one of the most underrated players... <laughs> Wait, he came first in heats. He came first in heat day. Sons is really strong now. He definitely carries. Oh, his I career. thought he stopped playing. I thought he got banned for soft aiming. He it was a sixty day ban. Him getting banned got me an extra one fifty dollars because <laughs> in one of the solo FNCS weeks, like the the one, not the invitation, but the actual FNCS, mm. I think it was week three. I was like doing super good, and then I fucked up and tried to pickaxe someone in end game, um, and I ended up coming sick. That was three hundred fifty. And then I got bumped up to fifth because he won that week, but he got oh, banned for gosh. using ReWSD. And he was using the aim assist feature. You can use it to the key remap, which isn't, which isn't bannable. But if he was using the aim assist, the controller aim assist thing, and that's what got him banned. I've got an extra 150. There you go. 
But I, I, I mean, I know Suns very well. Uh, the reason is that I, I was about to create my own team after Galaxy Gaming. And I wasn't telling them that I was leaving the team because it, it, it was at the time when contracts weren't a thing. Like, you, Fortnite wasn't big to, you know, be writing contracts. You were either in the team yeah. or not. You got accepted by, you know, doing a couple challenges in playground mode. Um, the good yeah, times. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I was in Galaxy Gaming and I was kind of had this secret that I was creating a team. You might remember it called Rhino Esports. Now... I don't think so, sorry. So our biggest competitor was Devious. Uh and when we were trying to first get into CPL as a squad. And uh, so I wasn't in the squad, but I, I managed the team and I created it and I wanted to get a good lineup. So I had great marketing for the team, which allowed me to get Suns on the team. At the time, not many people knew him, but he was like getting 32 bombs in solo scrims, in CPL scrims, which was ridiculous, uh, but wasn't in CPL. Uh, and sorry, not CPL scrims, uh, the just the... Bootcamp scrims. Oh, I was going to fucking say, no one's ever gotten 30 no, yeah, kills yeah, 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 no, ever. Uh, Bootcamp scrims. And um, so he ended up making it to CPL, but he was in my team with him, his brother as a sub, and then Dulesworth, pre-depression, oh, was Dulesworth. in it for a couple months. Oh, just for a month, I think. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, I forgot to say, one of the teams I was in, between Crucial and SP, uh, TR, I was in KNG. With okay, Spin yeah, Effect yeah. as my duo. Yeah, Dillsworth was in KNG. I remember that. Yeah, and pre-depression. Yeah, yeah. He, uh, yeah, they both left um, Rhino to join KNG uh, right after Rhino made it to CPL, but KNG was already in CPL. Mm. Uh, or contenders, I think KNG was in. Um, which is that that middle one. So, other than that, let's talk a bit bit about the earnings. Like, where did so the the first was what World Cup that you made your first earnings? Or was it the yeah trip? World Cup? And was it like an early week? No, wait, last week. Very last week. Right, okay. So you, you would have been excited to at least make a, a little something. Oh, I would. Have, I was going to be so angry if I didn't make money in World Cup. I mean, obviously no one predicts that money's going to fall off that hard. Mm. But yeah, I would have been pretty upset if I didn't make money. Because all I wanted to do was play with Barbox. But this one Donny called Michael Atko, he just kept fucking having a whinge if Barbox wouldn't play with him. And we both wasted like three World Cup weeks each not playing with each other. <laughs> And the one week we were like, Michael, get fucked, cunt. We played with each other, made like 1.5 grand split. There you go, yeah. And so since then, how much have you made more? Yeah, yeah, I'm at like seven, like 7,025 American. Jeez, that's a good 10, 11 grand right there. Well, it's 30, all earnings is 30% tax, so. Ah, oh, that sucks. So it's basically but, just the same because it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's like literally 1.7 now. Yeah. Uh, so you may as well just say it's AUD then. Gosh. Yeah. That's yeah. That's that's insane. Um, I, I like I felt bad for for Booger. Like, after hearing how much tax New York was taking out of that. Oh like, yeah, Booger only made one point six million from playing a fucking video game. Poor yeah. guy. No, no, no. I mean, like, like the fact that he was claimed to win three million and then only got one point six. Well, that's how tax works though, right? Like, that's the tax bracket. I mean, you can get it as a tax deductible, but that tax bracket is like... He'd be in, if he's making millions, he'd be in the top tax bracket, which is like base 300,000 and then 40% on everything else or something like that. Yeah, yeah. But, like, like you, still, you still feel bad. Like, when, when it's advertised that much, you'd think that tax... I mean, if it was only 30%, he still wins 2 million. I mean, what, realistically, though, the... 
even if he didn't make three million off of like the tournament itself, all of everything that comes out of him winning, like his org salary would have increased. They would have like tripled yeah. his salary to get him to stay. And all his, his dream social, going off, Twitter, yeah. Twitch, yeah. like he's making more than three. He's making more than that extra one point four milli back with yeah, ease. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I reckon. Uh, so where do you think you're going? Like, kind of in the future for Fortnite, do you think that you might drop back a bit, or that you're becoming a better player now, and you 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 looking for that? You know, being top ten in in OCE. Um, I. Uh, so I've played. I, okay, listen. I've probably got like two K hours on shooter games, and I'm still fucking horrendous at aiming. <laughs> like I'm, I will never be able to be tier one because no matter how much I grind any game, I'm just fucking shit. It's really sad. Um, I can probably. I can't. I don't think I can get to a top ten player overall. I think I can get to a top five, maybe top three IGL. Maybe if I like start vod reviewing more, because at the state I'm in, we're not allowed to play CPL. Because it was leading up to heats, our drop is a dirt like a dirt patch. Like we land tilted in heats, obviously, mm. but in CPL because we formed midway through FNCS because Nunca snaked me halfway through. We formed midway through FNCS, and so we had like this shitty drop, like fifteen chests on fifty percent chest spawn. You just get nothing. So yeah. the choice is you either land your POI because you don't they don't want us like fighting teams for POIs this late into the season because of Grace Prack, yeah. or we don't play at all. So then we're just like fuck it, and we we play like three scrims this whole last five days. We just hop on the weekend, play. Don't for I mean me and Culture we play two v twos pretty much every night. We spam zone wars. Yeah, yeah. But so I don't know if I start vod reviewing and putting time into the game, I can may maybe become a top three IGL. Like, Jinx will always be the best IGL the region's ever seen. I mean, Jake will always be up there. Tui will always be up there. So they'd have to have, like, I'd have to go crazy to overtake either of the two of them. But I think it might be possible. I'll sync as well. Yeah, I think I can maybe get to top also, five. On also, there. good chemistry. Like, for example, like, uh, Jesse and Jordan, back in the day when they were, like, the best duo, like, I'm talking, you know, a couple of years ago, uh, the, the fact was that no one had any chemistry like them. Now that we're three years, almost four years into Fortnite, there are teams that have been playing ever since the start who just know each other so well that they can, uh, they, they, they just know what, what each other's going to say, what they're going to do, where they are without even, them, you know, talking. Um, I don't think any chemistry can get that good that they know where they are. But like people who grind the game enough, Wicked, if you see this, I love you. Please come back. Please come back. Like me and Wicked... We grinded 2v2s every single day of last year FNCS. We're going to literally just straight up win duo FNCS. Like, I love that cunt to death. I would die for that man. He said he wouldn't die for me, though. Kind of dog. Not going to lie. <laughs> but um, we were going to win, and then he quit for year 12. Plus, he's in, like, a long-term, like, two-year relationship. So he quit. And then he kind of came back because New Zealand went into lockdown, but he kind of didn't. So I don't know. It, it's kind of sad. So I'm pretty sure culture's going to be my new duo. So we're gonna have to build um, so, that cam up. So yeah, you're you're playing FNCS with Culture and Brezzo. Uh, if uh, that's right, right? Yeah. Yeah, just making sure. So you played the first couple games. How how many games? So was it the the actual like the entry um to get in? How did you guys do? Because that was that was open to everyone. It wasn't like multiple heats, was it? It was just one. Do you mean like the um the Opens. the week two where we auto qualified? 
Did you, you guys did auto-qualify? Yeah, yeah, we came fourth okay. that day. We, oh, we, okay. we formed on the Thursday. The first two games of CPL we played with each other. We got second both games. Then games on Friday got cut in half. So we played like five games of scrims total before playing tournaments. Yeah. We hopped on the tournament, dominated opens, hopped on semis. We're in first place by like 30 points with half an hour left. So we logged off because none of us enjoy the game. So we logged off with half an hour left to go into... Well, it's like it's like 50 minutes because there's 20 minutes after it ends with like extra lobbies. Yeah. We logged off with basically like 45 minutes left, qualified for grands. And then we just hopped on and we, we just dominated grands. Like it was... So you, did, you didn't even need to play the heats? Uh, what do you mean? Like the if you if you qualify or auto qualify for grand, no no you auto qualify for heats if you come top ten in uh, week one right, two or okay. three, okay. so and then and then everyone has to play heats. Right, like you okay. have to play. Heats. Okay, so so there's no actual auto like Jinx hasn't auto qualified for. I mean he has now that he's played and and you know came second. No no you can't auto qualify. The only way you could there's never been like an auto qualify straight to grand. It's always to heats. Yeah right okay okay. So what was between opens and heats? Because I, I wasn't following it for a while. I've only just been getting back into FNCS now. So it was just weeks one, two, and three. If you come top ten, you can't play the following weeks because you've obviously auto-qualified for heats. It'll fuck it up with, like, double qualling and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and that had, like, opens, semis one, semis two, and then finals. And then that was week two, same thing. Week three, same thing. And then heats. Okay, so going into grands, who are you... You, is there anyone you're terrified of that you don't want to run into or that, that you know is on your loot path or that kind of on rotations you might get stuck having to deal with? Okay, listen. Reckless, bluesy, and lazy. I know you're going to see this. You guys qualified through reboot round. You want to con us? We dominated that POI. Please, please con us. Ah, oh, I actually... They aren't con- Wait, they aren't conning? No. Fuck, can't. Oh, they're not conning us. All right, anyway... <laughs> Um, so I was hoping to fight them for free surge because we, we suck shit at getting storm yeah, surge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I've swapped drops around heaps. Like, I went, I've been to pretty much everywhere. I went stealthy with Nunca, got dropped. Um, and then we went right side with culture. We went tilted in heaps. I went mid map in frosty. Now we're back at mid map. Um, because culture and stuff dominated that on console before they announced it was going to be a mixed FNCS. You should just go up to them and say, hey, look, we know you're not going to do well, so if you could just do us a favor and give us the free kills. To start oh, I mean, the them, them conning is the free kills. But, <laughs> yeah, exactly. But on a real real talk, like getting conned in a reboot van, neither of us do well, even if we kill them. Like every single game, it's fucked. It's fucked. None of us are going to do well. Yeah. But um, I think I guess the team that we're, like, we're most scared of, we don't think they're the best team there, but it's just repulse because... You don't know what they're going to do. Like, I don't think... No shade to Repulse. Don't grief us. I don't think they're the best team there. I think they might top 10. But, like, they're just too aggressive, like, to be safe. I don't know. They're, they might so just pull some dumb who's, shit. Who's Repulse playing with? Because he's playing with... Tyrax and Forbes. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Sancho's last season, just Tyrax yeah. instead of Stink. Gosh. Yeah, so what is your drop spot? Your drop spot's... Mid, it's mid-map. Oh, Colt, can you send me the photo? Wait, I can find it somewhere. Like where all the crystals are? Yeah, yeah, it's the... Yeah, I'll, I'll get a photo, but it's Risky, Dusty Depot, Man Cake, if you know where that is, like the little... The the rodeo, like the West Town... Oh, the Western Tavern. Yeah, the, yeah. the Western Donny with the... With the Pancake Man. 
and the zero point and like risky rails. We get that whole split. It's really good. Right, it's where so you Aqua, guys just land you know, their Aqua. solo each. Yeah, well, we all land in the ball up the top because it gives us fifty shield each. But it's because where it's where Aqua goes on EU. I saw another team landing there. I'm not sure if they called them up. They played heats. Um, Radius, Fluxy, and Slayer. No, no, it was not today's, but yesterday's when I was when I was streaming it. I it would have been shitters. Because because what happened was I used to own the drop with Nunca and Oatly, and then Nunca left us for Chains and Raikou. There was so much snaking, bro. OC's content farm. Like, if you're in the OC com, this region is so free for content. It's actually so funny. Like, so much shit happened today. Like, Josh got griefed in their last game. Like, so many good teams didn't qualify. Reboot round was crazy. Like, fucking up the med kit and all that. But, um... So it used to be me, Nunker, and Oatly. Then Nunker left for Raikou and Chains. And then we picked up Tyrax. Is it Ra and then Raikou I... qualify? Mm, yeah, with Zans and Oreo. Okay. Completely yeah. neutral. But, um... And then... It was me, Tyrax, and Oatly. We were landing mid-map. And then I left because, A, Oatly was getting too annoying for me to handle. And I knew Tyrax would eventually snake. Because Tyrax was way better than us. Like, he's a tier 1 pro. Yeah, I just wanted to leave early without like built, spending way too much time and then not being able to find something. Um, and that's when I left mid map and started moving around. Oatly was landing there with Floxy, and then with Floxy and Tyrax, they picked up me. So they picked up Floxy instead of me. And then Tyrax left for Repulse, so Floxy left for Slayer and Radius, and then they took mid map, but they didn't call today. Okay, there you go. So. Obviously, landing mid-map gives you circle basically every time. Yeah. Or almost every time. Do you ever not get circle or zone? Uh, it's possible to like be right on the right edge, edge, but we have the crystals. You just move rapid. Yeah, exactly. So and then you can't, you can't get like shot either. Like, it's so hard to track that. Crystals yeah. are such good movement. You can't get sniped because by the time they shoot the bullet, you just, you've teleported away. Oh, yeah. Like, such a hard prediction as well. It's so hard to AR tag them. Like, sometimes, it, it's like, in my clip of 30, I'll miss 28, I'll miss, like, 25, and I'll hit, like, five random dinks. Yeah. Just, they're just yeah. teleporting. It's complete luck. But today, in our games, like, we struggle with Surge, because in the week we dominated, we fought off spawn, like, five out of six games. We just stomped everyone. But today, learning mid-map is really weird for Surge. You'd think it'd be good. But people just don't rotate mid-map. Everyone's obsessed with dead side. Coach yeah. Timmy, go fuck yourself. You <laughs> fucked it. So do you, do you reckon it, it, it's a bit harder to land mid-map? I mean, obviously, if you land edge of zone, most of, or just edge of map, sorry, uh, most teams kind of know where they're going to rotate to. Most teams know, well, the circle, if it's on us or off us, we know we've got to go up this mountain anyway. We know we've got to go here. Uh, so landing, landing mid-map, you have no idea if you're going up, left, right, down, uh, so uh, it'd be different no. rotations every time, right? Okay, well, it would be different rotations every time. There's a thing called zone tendencies that happen a lot, right? So if the first zone pulls, like, ultimate top right, second zone is very, very, very likely to pull top right again. So you can kind of rotate, like, two-thirds of the way into Storm, and you'll be on, like, the edge of the next zone, and you'll be in a good spot for Surge. That's why those drops like Colosseum are nuts for Surge, because they're, like, close to mid, so if it goes far, you can get there early. But if zone goes towards them, they're absolute god spots for surge because they will always be in like the perfect spot to shoot people. Well, we've been seeing Russian spy and Kazi land 
uh, yeah. land there and absolutely dominating. They didn't um, call today. They didn't? No, they fucked it. No, no, obviously they didn't. What am I thinking? Yeah, it's, it's so, so disappointing too because, um, I mean, Russian, a good friend of mine, well, I haven't spoken to him for, for almost a year, but we used to play all the time with uh, with Winter and um, kind of that, that group and uh, Cuts as well, who was so close to qualifying. I felt so bad for him. Um, actually, I did an interview with Cuts straight after FNCS, which was a bit of fun. But yeah, no, it, it's so, so disappointing to see them not quite make it because they they play that zone so well and it's you, yeah. you see um w- while everyone's looting uh russians just staying up top getting pop shots on everyone because there's always people rotating past there not quite yeah. mid map but o- over that you know side of uh side of the desert and they're fine with storm surge every single time yeah they they dominated the drop in cpl it's kind of crazy that they didn't qual i mean my, my good friends are are landing there now trixie faulty venice shout out to the boys but um, they 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 got taken Collie now. It'll be interesting. Like they they landed Collie today in their heat. They did phenomenally. Mm. But yeah, it was really surprising that Kazzy didn't qual. It was kind of sad, and they almost won reboot as well. It was just down to Kazzy. Like, uh, Spy went down early. It was just rushing in Kazzy. Zone went up the mountain. Kazzy got like five six kills. If reboot worked, like whoever has the most points qualifies. They they would have had it, but um, it's just whoever wins the game because they they had the most points. Yeah. They had forty points because they had a bunch oh, so of kills. But, right, yeah, okay. But they didn't qualify because just whoever gets the victory. So is it just one game? Yeah, it's just, literally just one game winner takes oh all. Gosh, that's in, that's that's insane. Yeah, it, it's like the most hype game. Like the Middle East guy who won um, who won FNCS. He got like two thousand five hundred likes on his tweet last reboot round when Hugh won reboot. Uh, he had like 3k likes on his tweet or something. Baffle season, if you've heard about that, that was trending like sixth in Australia. Hugh season was trending eighth after he won. Like, it fucking Reaper rounds like insane. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, yeah, it's, it's crazy to think that it's, it's one game. Like, I can't, I can't get over that. Like, there's, there's so many things like games. It's usually six to 10 games, obviously, because you want to be fair. You have one bad game, you can come back, but yeah. you have one chance. Um, but no, I, I, I feel like it would be good to give them actually a chance to like go by points. I don't know why they do it just one game. I, I think it's a bit silly, but I, I think it's good because obviously the, like the best teams are supposed to qualify top eight. I think cause it'd be really awkward running like a whole extra set of six games. You have to run that on like a Monday or something or a Friday and no one has time to play six games on a Friday. You come home from school at three, depending on time zone. Some people get home at like four at the main time. The latest the tournament starts is eight. They have to play five to eight on a Friday. Like, granted, they do that for opens, but I don't know. I don't think it's very fair to have, like, a whole tournament reboot round for one team, like six games just to, for first place. And then it would be, if you've got six games, if, you don't, if you're doing shit, obviously people, like, if, you're, if it's, like, FNCS Grands, if people are doing eh, they're going to still try to play for, like, slightly increased amounts of money. But if it's first or last... If it's first or nothing, if you're like first after three games and another team has no points after three games, that's going to drop on your head if they don't like you. One game is yeah. perfect. It's really intense. It's like more pressure than FNCS Grands because it's yeah, first yeah, or nothing. It like it, It's fun, yeah. super entertaining, time convenient. Like I really like how Rebit Rent's structured. Yeah, right, right. Uh, so before we go on to questions from chat, I do want to talk a bit about... Um, 
your FNCS grant, obviously you've made it. So congratulations to you. Um, you. I cannot wait to cast it. I know that most people will be watching, you know, Australian Open cast it with uh, Aussie Antics, but I, I, I'm, I'm really keen to be able to, t- I mean, I'm, I'm not the greatest IGL, but I, I'm really keen to get in there and uh, hopefully have a co-caster to talk about the games and uh, see you perform. So I'm, I'm definitely rooting for you, especially, you know, being an HVT now, looking looking after all the, all the HVT boys, of course. Um, so can't wait for that. But uh, what is what is your game plan? Now we know a bit about where you're landing and who you're scared of. But what is what is your game plan for um, for finals? Um, loot quick. Hope Brezzo doesn't get headshot sniped, <laughs> and try not to verbally abuse my teammates for being controller players. Just play mid ground. Fair enough. Pretty simple. Nice. Stick to the basics. So you don't? Do you look for height? Because obviously there's there's no, kind of different. No, no, no. Never no height. height Never height. I'm shit. Like, I okay. Listen, I get like real life PTSD flashbacks from high ground. Cause solo invitational, I was high ground above someone and I didn't shoot him. Cause I know it was a psycho controller player with a grapple and like the shark, <laughs> the sky's scar. I didn't shoot him, and then it griefed my game. I was waiting for a two hundred pump. Didn't kill him, grief my game, and now I get high anxiety, bro. Like, never again. I did it in front of, like, a thousand people. Yeah. I just flopped. And I also think, I mean, it's grand. You've you've got Jinx, Alec, and Worthy. Like, you, you don't, you just don't go for height. when they're other te- Yeah, other teams will big dick height and grief your game. Um, Speaking of which, before we go on with uh, with what you're doing endgame, uh, there's been a lot of talk about, you know, Muzz, Looter, and Speedy. Um, I've been a massive Speedy fan ever since boot camp, watching him grow and just him absolutely dominating. I remember the video that came out uh, where he accidentally got into a scrim game and it was like, why are all these players so good? But he absolutely fucking wrecked. It dominated everyone. And ever since then, I've just, seen that. That sounds sick, it's though. so good. He doesn't win it, but, but he plays it very, very well. Um, but still being speedy, he just keys everyone, like just doesn't care. And ever yeah. since then, I've, I've, I've loved watching him play and it's great to see him still, you know, still going. But uh, them, Muzzler and Speedy versus Jinx, Worthy and Alec, who do you think is going to come out on top? Because we did see Muzz win, uh, Muzz's team uh, beat them in heats. I think that the team... I think that the team is going to win FNCS is going to be Luna. No fucking clue, to be honest. Um, like, no, no, I, I, not not to win it. I just mean like as in just them as because they're kind of rival rivalry at the moment. I'm not saying that like, you know, which one will win oh, FNCS. Between, I mean, just the, between, between the two, the two. Muzz, Luna and Speedy are easily dominating. Jinx and stuff have struggled with Surge out of Dirty Docks a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah. DJ isn't gonna like let Jinx just run up on them as long as they leave quickly. And I know there's smart players at Coliseum that'll get good surge as long as they don't get head sniped any games. Jinx is gonna struggle with surge. Yeah, uh, there's yeah. no way Jinx is gonna win. There's no chance. Yeah, yeah. Well, I I also saw recently um uh, that uh, what was it um. I think it was Coach Timmy was talking about it, uh, saying that, you know, playing high ground will, will win you the game, but playing mid-ground, at mid-ground will, will win you the tournament because 
you, there's, it's, it's harder to win mid-ground because you've got people above you, same height and below you that you're competing with, but more chance for kills and more chance to uh, to get more points than people on high ground. So is that kind of the reason you're playing mid-ground or do you just want to kind of keep safe? I've, I've always wanted to abuse low ground, but <laughs> I'm shit. And I don't know, like, because uh, the way you look at FNCS, there was like four weeks of crack before they announced console and PC wouldn't be a thing. I've bounced around between trios. Like, I've always wanted to abuse low ground, but I don't know. I don't think I've ever conditioned my trio to being, like, really good at low ground or high ground. So we, we kind of just play mid because that's what I'm comfortable with. Like, you play mid ground in solos. I'm much of a, more of a solo player. It's just like my bread and butter. I can play mid ground well. I can top mid ground. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, actually, speaking of which, um, end game. Uh, let's talk a bit about that. Now, there's different different parts of end game. Obviously, you start where kind of there's everyone opposite sides of the zones. Are you usually kind of higher mid ground, getting shots on on lower players? Or are you trying to stick closer to the ground? Uh we kind of just base up wherever. I don't know, like. That's something I think I can work on. I don't have any, like, presets. I kind of just play what's in front of me. I don't know how we do well. It's I swear to God, we're fluking. I swear to God, I'm dog shit. <laughs> like, I just do random shit, whatever is in front of me, and I just play it. Like, I remember today, I was like, oh, don't leave each other. And Culture was like, just hold nut sacks. And I was like, that's cute. And I moaned, and we got second that game. <laughs> so, I don't know. I think being gay just brings good luck. There you go. Easy peasy. Yeah, top tip from uh, Pro Luna, guys. Just just be gay and play Fortnite. Be gay. That's the strat, I'm telling you. <laughs> oh, gosh. That's uh, that's a tip and a half. I think that's the best tip I've ever heard. Fortnite, just, just be gay, guys. Simple as that. Um, All right, so speaking of the trio, Culture, Brezzo, Luna, what are your um kind of roles? What are your what are your sets at the moment? Who's fragging? Um, well, definitely not either of them because <laughs> they fucking suck. Nah, I don't know. I, I just top and IGL, like, in, in our game where we came second today, it was all I did was build. That I, I like them sticking close because, I don't know, I've got trauma from playing with, with controller players. They're just, they're all so stupid. They're all stupid. I hate them all. But, um, I don't know. I, don't, I try not to let them leave me, but I'll just be topping. Like, I, I'm pretty good at coming, like, when they need to be on me when they don't need to be. But every time they're not on me, all I hear is "dead, dead" from Gresso, and then Culture's like, "I'm gonna suck your dick" or something from mid top. <laughs> so that's always reassuring. I don't know Bre- Bresso and Cult. They just they just kill people. I don't know. They're nuts. I love them. Yeah, fair enough. And I mean, especially and that's that's another thing. Like if you had if you're playing high ground with two control players, like that's gonna suck for the people in mid ground. I mean, it also kind of sucks for us. If someone goes for height, we're fucked because they, they just can't whip out rapid 90s because they're, yeah, yeah. they're just controller players. Like, every fight we get into, I'm like, how did we not die? How is Bresso just not in three of their boxes? He's a controller player. Just <laughs> Why is he not doing what they do? Like, why does he not have four SMGs on there right now? Yeah, pretty, pretty much. One, pretty one heal. He's got bandies and, and four SMGs. <laughs> Uh, I have heard recently that Culture has said he's the rock of the trio. How do you respond to that? Yeah, uh, Culture's lying. Um, they were nothing without me. They they begged me to play. They were like, we need a KBM player. I swear to God, I'll twerk on cam. I've got the video saved to my computer. of Culture twerking on cam so I could play trio on my mum's soul. Um, 
I'd say that no, nah, I think Culture is the rock because me and Colt have pretty good natural chem. Yeah. And then him and Brezzo just played together for ages. Like it just works. Yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. Well, let's move on to uh, questions from chat. We've had a good chat about you know how you found out about Fortnite. Um, actually, you know what? Before we before we move on, let's talk about Pokemon real quick because I've oh, heard way too dark. that uh, that you're a bit of a Pokemon fan and played tournaments. Yeah, so when I, when I was younger, I used to play competitive Pokemon cards. This is junior, so like under 13, played Pokemon cards, lost in the semifinals. If I did good the next year, I would have flown to Boston. My mom didn't like my dad taking me out to Boston, so I quit because it would have been pointless because I wouldn't have been allowed to go to world championships. So what, what deck game. did you run? Did you have a main deck? I played Raybor, which is Rayquaza Embor, like the, the okay. Unova starter Tepig final evolution and then Rayquaza EX ah, and the whole okay. game plan is Embor's ability is like attach as many fire energies from your hand because only only attach one energy per yeah, turn yeah 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 Embor's like attach as many as you want per turn and then Rayquaza's attack is like discard as many fire or lightning energies from this Donny as you want does 60 damage for each one so you attach like six per turn one shot something and then you bring yeah. them all back from the discard to your hand that's fucked. I might have to just get into that. I always played that the Pyro deck. I don't know if you know about that one. Uh, is that the one that like basically can't get hit by anything? Yeah. Yeah. So most play, and that was back then. Now it doesn't work because you've got all the GX cards and all these VMAX cards and all that. Bullshit. Yeah. I remember Pyro for sure. Pyro. I only went Pyro deck because the people that when I was watching tournaments, the, the deck that was winning at the time was the Pyro deck because everyone yeah, was dominated. playing a full EX deck and they was like, well, we can't do anything because it's all Pyro. I can't hit him. Because uh, I think uh, the, the ability is uh, no damage from EX cards. Yeah, I came back to Pokemon for a little bit and I played Pyro just for a little bit. Not going to lie. I I still every now and then get out Pokemon TCG online and play on stream. <laughs> yeah, I play, I play TCG online sometimes as well. I run Blacephalon. I've also got a Sableye deck, like Sableye with Flapple, but uh, I play primarily Blacephalon Welder. Oh, your Blacephalon deck would smack mine. I, I run like, play, I run like a... Zacian. No, I... I oh, I fucking hate Zacian. I, uh, no, I'm only playing... I, I made my own deck. Uh, I was trying to be smart about it. It's not great, but it's... um. Uh, it's a Hydreigon deck, so that I okay. can um, dark engine. Yeah, I can put as much dark energy as I want. Yeah, yeah. But I have to evolve it twice first, so it's a long setup, but it works. And then my other one yeah. is just like a deck with like five different Vmax uh, in it. Oh, cheeky little Vmax! <laughs> of course. Um, anyway, so yeah, as I said, let's let's move on to um to questions from chat. If you guys have anything that you would like to ask Luna. Uh, before I go on to the last, because every time I do a podcast, I have uh, a list of 10 questions that I ask every time, and it's good to hear everyone's answers. Um, so there's going to be a few funny questions, a few serious questions. Uh, we have one from Barbox saying, how is he so hot? Um, Because Barbox, when we played, one time he came in me, like mid-top, like he was behind me, he was back top, I was front top, he accidentally nutted in me, and I got some of his genes, and now I'm just sexy. That's how it works. There you go. I think we talked about this just before we started uh, the podcast. Why the capital R? Um, so I can identify. So people can identify me. So it's unique. It's not just the word lunar, because then then people will be like, oh, that like I don't know. You can claim lunar on heaps of websites because it's unique. 
So why not L double O N capital R? Um, I don't think I thought of it. I don't know. I just kind of like the dark theme. I had a lot of previously dark names like Black Lily. I struggled with names for ages. Uh, we've got another one from uh, Rivox. Where does he play with Culture and Brezzo? I think we went over that a bit, but basically have because he loves controller players. Yeah, pretty much make out with them all the time. Uh, who's the worst player in SPG? Uh, worse? I mean, there are some Donnies that I don't even know. <laughs> like, some dude yesterday, he's like, yeah, we're learning Tilted. It's SPG Delusion. And I just don't know who the hell SPG Delusion is or how he's on SPG. <laughs> there you go. Heard it here first. Uh, Offix is asking, are you confident in placing top three in Grands? Fuck no. I'm not delusional. We can get like top 10. You reckon top 10? Yeah. If you had to make a, make a guess, what what's the exact placement? Fourth. Okay. There you go. So confident. Top five confident. Yeah. As long as we get mid-map on con. How, does, how do you feel from culture? How does he feel playing with the smartest controller player in the region? Yeah. Well, just like, just like after my parents' divorce, I feel numb. I feel nothing. Uh, that's another question. I didn't know if I wanted to say it or not, but everyone's spamming it. Why did Jason lose the house in the divorce settlement? He didn't lose the house. Um, he actually had the house. He won the house. But my mom requested that he sells it so she could get more money, so she could move to a different house. So he had to buy the house, and then they split the house like 40-60. She got 60 Everyone's now just saying poor delusion in chat. <laughs> delusion gonna cry now. Yeah, delusion um, can cop that. Zedok says say he won't get mid map uncon because the big reckless is conning shitter. I was told that reckless bitched it like ninety percent chance Zedox, but if he cons, that's completely fine. He folded hundred percent. Oh, I love you, culture. All right, if you guys have any more questions, bring them in now. Uh, how many arena points do you have from? Uh, 14 to or 17,000, I forgot. So I think one question from me is when are you uh, helping me get back up to Champions League? Uh, I don't play arena. Uh, I've never played <laughs> Fortnite before. Uh, I don't even own a computer. Okay, we'll go with that. Um, we have Mavericks. Haha, says Zedox. Um, Zedox can cop that. M cards wants to know your approximate cock size. Hold up. I've got an exclamation mark ping oh, command no. on my stream. <laughs> Hold, let me pull it up. Let me pull it up. Whip pull it out. No, 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 no. I've got a... um. Okay, if I click that and then exclamation mark ping. Like penis, exclamation mark cock, exclamation mark... There we go. Uh, 7.1 inches. That's what I have written down. <laughs> the fact that he's got this shit written down. Oh, gosh. What is the main team he's scared to fight other than the Reckless team? I don't think he's scared to fight Reckless. I'm... I Open arms, Reckless. Come to Papa. <laughs> um, But what is the uh, what is the main team that you're scared that you, you might come across landing where you land? Uh, landing where I land, if Cypher's low on games, I'll Ego Chaos, maybe. Um, I think Dana's the Hunters, they'll be chill. And Collie shouldn't key it. Nah, no one's gonna key us near us, it's just Ray Pulse, just hope they don't be weird. If we can right. kill them? Oh, 100% culture. 
uh, I am landing on him. Mum's good luck. Oof. Yeah. We kill everyone in the lobby, but repulse. <laughs> repulse isn't like I'm not scared of repulse because they're fighting ability. I'm just scared of repulse because they're mindlessly key. Uh, Box F and Beyond's asking, can Luna give me the best chat for griefing stealthy? Clean is yeah, running me. If you send me if DJ sends me a video of him twerking, then I'll send you the God's chat for stealthy. <laughs> um, I am scared of Forbes. Says culture. Yeah, that's fair enough. Forbes is like. The older brother that culture never had. <laughs> oh, that's sad. That's sad. Uh, I think I'm going to bring in a, my own question here. What skin are you going to be rocking for uh, finals? For oh, for finals, if we're all wearing the same skin, it'll be blue jade. If I'm wearing an individual skin, it'll be the um the Chun Li skin with the cat back bling and the Kratos pickaxe. And then going into the last games, I'll wear my car like my. Claimed skin, the Scourge skin, the Plague Doctor Donny. Alright, there you go. Um, Revox is asking you, Luna, are you happy about Bajwa not being in their trio so you can play? Um, I guess so. Like, no shade to Bajwa. Obviously, it's just I wouldn't have anyone else to play with otherwise. Yeah. Uh, Revox, we did talk about how uh, Luna started playing with Culture and Brezzo. Uh, that will be out on Spotify really soon. Let's check that out over the next few days. Um, does he still use the blue cat back bling I bought him? Said okay, well, first of all, it's white with a blue and gold sword. And second of all, I use it in like my current main skin combo. Yeah. I use it with the Chun-Li skin with the huge fucking booty. The one that gives me a boner. <laughs> and then I play better with a boner because all the blood is to my dick. It makes my arms like... They have less weight in them because there's less blood, and then my aim is more smooth. That's my strat. <laughs> easy strats right there. Easy, easy. Uh, so let's move on to my questions that I ask every person at the end. Um, and there's a few funny stories of, of other answers. Uh, but number one, what is your favorite skin? Uh, favorite skin right now is going to be Chun Li. All right. Number two. Favorite drop spot of all time from any season? Uh, haunted Hills, Haunted Hills, Haunted Hills. Never, never Haunted Hills. Not Motel? No, Haunted Hills. All right. Listen, Mum's Soul, I would have won Solo World Cup if I qualified because Haunted Hills was uncon. Would have dominated. There you go. Um, favorite season? Oh, I don't actually remember what happened each season, but probably season X. With the Wild West Tilted, because that that was the season I grinded the most solo scrims, and I went I went Wild West Tilted, and I made the double barrel. With I'd get max shocks, max splashes, max minis, gold double barrel, and a blue AR every single game, and I'd grind all the antique scrims. There you go. All right, favorite gun of all time in the game. Purple, uh, <laughs> the purple pistol. Can't be anything <laughs> else. It's gotta be the purple pistol. So is there a joke that I'm missing here with the pebble pistol, or is it just the fact that it's a, it's not as good as a gold pistol? I'm very confused by this. Oh, it's got nothing to do with the gold pistol. It's just the I was always saying that the purple pistol was broken. Everyone was like, "Nah, it's shit." I took purple pistol and solar FNCS like throughout the whole thing. I've always taken purple pistol. Everyone made fun of me for it, uh, but I wore I wore that gun with pride. And then your fellow Arab and Epic Whale started copying me. <laughs> they're just they're just all copycats um they started using purple pistol and then people started realizing that it's actually broken 
But I'm the, everyone knows that I'm the true OG first pistol player. True OG epic pistol player. All right, so you got to hold one. So we're gonna. This is a two-part question. First one is: if you're playing a pub match, so with all the bots, would you rather hold? You can only hold one: an AR or a shotgun. Uh, a shotgun, because I'd want to practice shotgun aim if I'm playing pubs. And if it was a scrim, only an AR or a shotgun. Is it literally, I just have one item in my inventory, or can I pick up other shit as well? You've got heals, but no other damage doing things. The so only damage you can do hand? is, no, only damage you can well, do is shotgun or AR. And is Storm Surge a thing? Because you can't win without Storm, with an AR, if there's Storm Surge. You can't win without. Yeah, like you have to have an AR if Storm Surge is in play. I guess it's just scrims. Okay, well then I guess I guess an AR then because yeah. otherwise you can't you can't play the game. Uh, what was your? Here's an interesting one. What was your first ever Fortnite name? You downloaded the game. It asked for a, a name. What did you put in? Oh, it might have been Greninja, like the Pokemon. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think that's what it was. Um, I don't remember. Probably that, yeah. Just Greninja. Oh, gosh. Gro gr what? <laughs> Red flag. Wait, what? Oh, gosh. Uh, all right. So, what was the game that you were addicted to before Fortnite? Plants vs. Zombies Garden Warfare 2. No questions asked. <laughs> Dogs or cats? Uh, oh, okay. So I think the majority of cats, like 90% of cat <laughs> breeds are like good, whereas like 10% of dog breeds are good. But if it's like the optimal cat or dog, it's got to be dog. But if it's a ran if it's RNG, I just get a random cat or a random dog, it has to be cat because cats are more consistent. Fair enough. That's an interesting answer. Um, number nine, this one I have a funny story with Wally. Uh, but, uh, Marvel or DC? Um, probably Marvel, I think. Because I don't follow DC. I think Marvel's just the one that I, I follow closer. Probably, yeah. But, yeah, definitely, definitely Marvel. Fair enough. Uh, uh, Gal Gadot playing Wonder Woman. Yeah, so, Wonder Woman, what? That's DC, isn't it? Um, yeah. So... I asked Welly and Fools this when I was doing the podcast with Bambusa, and the response I get from Welly is, oh, gee, what's DC? Oh, is that Disney Channel? It's like, oh, my God. <laughs> That's no fucking way. <laughs> it's clipped somewhere. I'll, I'll send you the Bro, that is, all, that is tragic. Uh, if you guys want to check out the, the clip, if you go into my clips after stream, um, I think it's just called Disney Channel or, or Welly's a dumbass or something. Um, <laughs> very appropriate title. This this man's though, not knowing his DC Disney Channel. It's like, well, no, Disney Channel is is or Marvel's owned by Disney now, so I don't know. Um, and number ten, if you could have any joy partner from any region at all, uh, for the rest of your Fortnite days, who would it be and why? So like, so this count. So this could affect anything, right? Yeah, yeah, you gotta well, pick one joke. Definitely it's Benji Fishy, because that just instantly makes your career, and he's nuts. But yeah. if it was just based on like people that I know, it's gotta be gotta be wicked. 
love that guy. If like if it was just like you just play with them for fun, like no money, no career, definitely wicked. But if it was anyone from anything based on every factor, got to be Benji Fishy or you're lying to yourself. Yeah, yeah, true. I think for a long time I said mine would be Ninja. Not because it's Ninja, but because like if you're joining and streaming with him every day, your career is set up. Like you, you're instantly famous. Yeah, no matter what game Benji you Fishy. Plus, you'd actually play. Yeah, and he speaks good English. The only difference is though, Benji Fishy is only Fortnite. That's the reason he's famous. Ninja's also famous for H1Z1, every other game he does, and also just being in the media, in news, TV, uh, presenting. So if Fortnite finishes, you have more of a chance to go somewhere with being Ninja's duo in something else, you know? Benji Fishy will still, like, if Fortnite dies, Benji Fishy will still pull more average viewers than Ninja because Ninja's on Mixer. Yeah, but Benji well, that's still Mixer, pull more Mixer's average not a thing anymore. I'm pretty sure Mixer got um, taken down or something. The fuck? They paid 100 million for Ninja just to get taken down within the next year. <laughs> yeah. That is fucked, cunt. It's crazy. So those were the 10 questions. Um, but for the people listening on Spotify as well, uh, I do want to mention our sponsors, HVT uh, and also Bambusa Gaming and Bambusa Scrims. I'm not quite sure if Bambusa is still doing scrims, but definitely check them out. Uh, their Twitter and their, um, oh gosh, what is it? The Discord will be in chat as well on my stream. Uh, so is there anything you'd like to say before we finish up, Luna? Uh, what, like plugging socials? Go for it, yeah. Oh, yeah, follow uh, LunaFNT on Twitter, uh, Matt Luna on Twitch, uh, PLP Cord on Twitter, Wicked with two Ds, or just look at my, twi- look at my Twitch, uh, fuck, look at my Twitter <laughs> bio and follow everyone that's in my bio. All the accounts in my bio, follow all them. That's Obviously, it. I'm in your bio, right? Oh, 100%. Sweet, sweet. You can fix that now. That's what I thought. Um, but yeah, so thank you guys so much for listening to this episode of Pro Origins on Spotify. If you guys want to stick around for the next one, I will be letting you guys know when it is on Twitter. Uh, could be with any number of pro players, so definitely check it out. But thank you, Luna, so much for coming along and having a chat. It's been a pleasure Ooh, talking to you. Thanks for having me. And uh, have a brilliant night, everyone. See you guys. <laughs>